Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for hitting the download button or whatever it is you, you know, use to find us, the radio show, The Aftermath. We appreciate you listening. You got M16 and EZ hanging out with you. EZ, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, everybody? All right, man, we're back at it again, another Aftermath. And um, in case you've never checked us out before, just to explain what that is, we we have um, our live show, which we do every Tuesday at 8 o'clock Eastern, blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show. But we have our spinoff, which you are listening to right now, the radio show, The Aftermath, where we interview, you know, up-and-coming artists, entrepreneurs, in long form, you know, talking to dope people about the great things that they're doing. Today is no different, easy. Uh, we got, um, man, I'm going to say that we're finding a trend here that we're talking to people who have, like, multiple talents. They can't just do one thing great. They got to do several things great. But we got um, Kasky, rapper, videographer, label owner. I mean, what else did this guy do, man? Did I get, did I get everything? Because he got a lot of hats to be wearing, man. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, he can fix on your car, too. I mean, hella smart guy. I consider him a close friend. It, dude can do I- anything, and I don't think anybody's really going to stop him till he's done. All right. All right. So let's uh, give him the high-budget applause. Let's take you on to the show. What's up, brother? How's it going? Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, man. What's going on? Nothing too much, man. We're um, we're here to talk about you know you and all the, the you know the things that you have going on, and uh, you're a busy guy. You got a lot of different hats that you're wearing, like I was saying before. So we're just gonna jump right on into it. So my understanding is is that you got your start with music, with music making beats and sort of being behind the board, you know, doing the behind the board work. Can you tell us about how that started, and then what made you want to transition from not just doing the behind-the-scenes type of work and wanting to be on the mic as well? Well, it started, my friend, he actually rapped in high school. So uh, he's actually one of my artists on my label at this moment. So um, he actually started rapping in high school. taught me basically all the front end, how to make beats, you know, how to mix, how to master, pretty much how to do everything um, as far as on the musical foreground. 
But when I took my hiatus on the music to go start all of these businesses and entrepreneurships and different stuff that I have, um, I always find myself coming back to it, coming back to it, coming back to it. So I just decided to, you know, I did a lot of work for a lot of up-and-coming artists, a lot of mixing, a lot of mastering, uh, a lot of beat production, a lot of videos for different artists, stuff like that. So I was just deciding, hey, I see a lot of talent. A lot of people not hearing this talent from these different artists. So I picked a few and I started to work with those. So that's how I kind of transitioned into, you know, the front end to the back end. And then, you know, this, this musical outlet that I did this year was just to put everybody that I was working with already into the foreground again and just promote it all in one spot. So that's why I released this, this uh, mixtape this year. Nice. So seeing that, you know, you also found a love for, for videography, you know, Correct. that's a, uh, yeah, that's, that's a, a great thing to be involved in because everything is visual. You got YouTube, all these other things out here that people want to see things. So was there a video or something else that you saw that made you decide to want to be behind the camera? Um, I'm not really sure. I always enjoy, find myself enjoying like movies and, you know, what's the elements? Why do I like a movie or why do I like a certain video? So I guess, you know, somewhere down deep in my mental thought was, hey, I want to bring one of those to life or a couple of those to life. So, but I really never just thought about videography too hard. I just kind of got into it and I enjoyed it. It's just one of those things that I was kind of already good at from the start. Okay. All right. So we are talking to Tasty. He's got an EP out called Gifts From Me To You. We got a, a new song that we're going to be playing later on called Too Cold. And he's available uh, to be streamed on Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you stream your music. Easy. That's something for Tasty. What up, Tay? What's up, bro? My man, dude. Uh, you've been you've been doing this music thing for for a while now. Um, how long did it take you to really get this project um, to where you wanted it, where you were ready to release it, and what kind of challenges did you and your label face along the way to try to get it out? Uh, I would say the project didn't take too long, bro. Like. As far as the production side of it, I think total hours that I spent, maybe like three hours producing the whole, the actual, you know, beats and instrumentals. As far as getting everybody on the feature, everybody has busy schedules. They might be in another city or doing something else. So it's hard to get everybody on the actual album, which took the longest. So it took like, I would say, two months to get everybody actually on the tape. And, you know, then we dealt with some distribution issues that we had. But besides that, I mean, me doing my verses and the instrumentals and everything, that was that was a few hours. You know, mixing, mastering, that's another few hours. It really didn't take no time. It's just when you have a bunch of artists doing a whole lot of different stuff, it's kind of hard to get them to, you know, come to the studio or send the track over or whatever the case may be. So that's kind of like the only difficulty I faced. So a lot of up up and coming artists, they're really just trying to get out there. They're just trying to be mainstream. They're just trying to, you know, get their listeners up. 
but you mm-hmm. also created your own label, which is, Correct. I think, is very forward thinking. A lot of people don't really try to do that. They don't think from the business aspect when they're trying to make it as an artist. They're just trying to get their music out there. So what made you decide, hey, I want to have my own label and produce my own music? Well, the thing about it's a lot of factors that go into it. So let's just say you have an up-and-coming artist, and they, they're trying to go viral. They're trying to get a record deal. Okay, record, the record label, they're only going to give you about 18% for a major record label. So they might give you an advance up front, but you're only getting 18% of your 100% that you are owed, right? So, you know, here's a little bit different. My percentage is a little bit higher. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, people being signed to me because we kind of got personal relationships over the years and over the years. Uh, but, you know, thinking about it, when a new up-and-coming artist is coming out, they're not even getting all the money that they're owed. They don't know anything about royalties. They don't know anything about mechanical royalties. They don't know anything about, um, you know, um you know, any of the back-end work that's going to actually keep them paid, publishing, stuff like that, and money that's, that they're owed. So, you know, me thinking about it and researching and, you know, talking to different people in the industry uh, that's been in the industry a little bit longer, you know, they, they let me know, hey, it's a lot of back-end stuff that you can get, and being a label and owning your own music and owning rights and having rights to your music, that's going to be the way to success, not just as much so as being this big, top dollar artist that's, you know, like a Nicki Minaj or like a little Wayne, you don't have to be that to make a whole lot of money doing it. So, you know, me, I'm a businessman, business and business and money. So I chose the back end route and, you know, forward thinking on it. Now that is, that is very smart. You got to worry about, I, and I see what you're getting at where it's like, look, once I've gotten to the point where I'm not working for anybody but myself, I'm never going back to working for anybody else. I'm going to make sure I'm taken care of. So it's real smart to, to be looking forward on that. All right. So, again, we're talking to Chase. He's got an EP out. It's called Gifts From Me To You. Got a new song out called Too Cold, and it's available on Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you stream your music. All right. So, Chase, uh, I got another question for you here. So you're a native Louisiana guy, just like EZ and myself. We're all Louisiana guys. So what sure. was it about growing up in NOLA that helped shape you as a person and a, as as a person and an artist? Because there's no place like it on the planet. So how did that help shape you? I think honestly, um, learning what not to do. I think it taught me what not to do. Uh, that's that's pretty plain and simple. I mean, as we know, New Orleans is a very strange and could be dangerous place, but I think growing up, I just learned what not to do, and basically that taught me how to move a little bit better and how to do stuff a little bit smarter. Um, but that's yeah, that's pretty much it. I think that's that's basically groundwork for everything that I do is just what not to do, you know. Yes, that is true because as we all know, all it takes is um, one. You know, a turn on this street or that street, and it can go real wrong for you real fast where we come from. So, yes, yeah, I know yeah. uh, exactly what you're talking about. So, and 
following up on a previous question, uh, talking about the vid- the videography part of it, who are some artists out there mm-hmm. that you feel you could shoot a video for them and give them a vision that they haven't seen yet? Uh, like major artists? Yeah, just any, just yeah, major artists or just anybody like that you want to shout out, um, you know, that you might know that mm. you know could use. I haven't thought about that. I mean, I kind I already worked with some major artists too. Like I've done work with like you know uh, OG Booby Black and different stuff like that. So I mean, I haven't really thought about that much. I just kind of of who I would work with. I don't know. Um, that's a good question. I think I could probably shoot for somebody like, I think I could shoot for NBA young boy that, and, and I'll bring him a vision for sure. For sure. Okay. That's right, a good so one. I'm, Cause he's I'm, like young up and coming. I don't think he's really found his identity yet. But he's he's where he needs to be if that makes sense because he's like he he's hella mainstream. Like when I first heard him to yeah, what he's he, doing he now, like yeah. no, go ahead. So he's mainstream, but I think I think some of his videos could use a little more for his status, and I feel like I could bring him a little bit of a a boost up on the videography side. I think I have something to offer. There's something to to look into. Maybe um, look at the landscape of people. You know, that could be another area of business for you. See, we're trying to, like I said, we're trying to promote and get everybody, get everybody some shine. You know, so um, again, we are speaking with Casey. Got an EP out. Gets from me to you. New song is out. Too cold, and that's available on all your streaming platforms: Apple Music, Spotify, and Title. Easy. I know you got something else for him. So, Tay, we haven't really talked about like really just kind of your background. Like we've talked about what you're doing currently in business and things like that. So obviously you were born in NOLA, but you made your way to Houston, right? You lived in Houston for a while. Then you came back to Louisiana where me and you met in college. And, you know, you you worked with Firestone, worked your way up to where you were a shop manager. How did you know, moving from New Orleans to Houston, back to home, and all those experiences you had, like, in college and with your job with Firestone, like, help you understand the business aspect of everything. Do you think that that helped you, helped give you an advantage when it came to founding your label and really starting the business aspect of everything? Uh, yeah, I think uh, as far as like I say, I, I think I learned more of stuff that I, I, what not to do and what I don't want to do. Um, and it was one of those things like, you know, I, obviously I went to college and I had this, you know, I was the, actually the youngest manager in the history of that company, by the way. Uh, I think I became a manager at 20 if I'm not mistaken, 20 or 21, but I was the youngest manager in the history, you know, going from that and being at a, you know, multi-million dollar corporation, almost billion dollar corporation and, you know, working so extremely hard and, and then, you know, overworked and underpaid and kind of let me know like, okay, well, if I could be the youngest manager 
in the history of the company ever of a hundred year old company, then, you know, I can definitely for sure be my own man, be my own boss, you know, and, and level up on my own and figure out a way how to, you know, work for myself and, and be my own person. So, yeah, I would say, I would say it, it taught me basically a foundation of, you know, kind of what I don't want and, you know, what I want. So one more for you. Um, has there, since you spent your time, like majority working on your music and being an artist, who's one person you've met in the industry where you were starstruck? Cause people don't know you, you know, you're pretty laid back, you're pretty chill, but there's gotta be somebody that you've met so far along the way that had you starstruck or at least like, wow, mm. this, this person right now. Um, I wouldn't say anybody yet, um, because most people that I've met in the industry, they're, they're not like, um, they're, they're like regular, you know, they're like regular, you know, they're high up in the industry, but they like regular people and there's like regular conversations. So I wouldn't say like, I'm, I haven't had that experience yet. Maybe if I met like a a Jay-Z or a Rick Ross or somebody, I'd probably be a little bit more like, man, I can't believe I'm here. But as far as yet, no, nah, I haven't really met nobody that in, in, in particular. Is that where you see uh, your label getting to, that kind of level? Like, if it, if Bougie got to Maybach music level, would that be the end goal for you with, with your with the foundation and your business and everything? I mean, if we're going to keep going up from there, I would, I would love to be on that statue. That would be great, you know, but I would I would even work even harder if I got to that statue. You got to work even harder. You know, you got to try to make it become that Maybach music, that Dream Chasers, that Atlantic Records, that different stuff. So, yeah, I would, I would definitely – we're striving for that right now, as, like I said, already – so in just the, the short amount of time that I had the label, we've had a lot of traction. Like I would say, um, the artists that I, artists that I manage and artists that I sign, we probably have in the last month over like a hundred thousand streams, um, just off of like one or two songs. So, um, yeah, we trying to we trying to do, we trying to do those Maybach music you know, numbers and be on that statue for sure. Any advice for anybody that's up and coming in the industry? Anything that you, one piece of advice that you've learned along the way? Uh, Definitely um, try to learn the business side first and foremost before you pick up a microphone. Learn what you need to do to get your royalties. Learn what you need to do to get, you know, uh, all of what's owed to you. Learn how to rightfully pay a producer. Learn how to, you know, market. Do all the back-end stuff. Learn that stuff first before you even touch your mic or touch your keyboard or, or whatever you're doing. So I would say learn the business side first and then, you know, work on the music side second. All right, so that's 
that's that's good advice for up and coming artists because there's a surplus of people that's trying to do music who might be confused or don't know where to start. So you're hearing that from somebody who has built their own label from the ground up. So it's good advice. So, Tessie, I had an, uh, another question here uh, for you, um, or another couple before we uh, get into your song. Um, your new EP is called Gifts From Me To You. It dropped about three weeks ago. So what's the main concept behind it, and why do people need to be checking for it? Uh, the main concept behind it, like I said earlier, was basically, you know, Bogey is basically an acronym for uh, Breed a Gifted Individual. So um, when, you know, I dropped it, I wanted to have certain artists that I'm working with at the time or, like, managing. I wanted them to have, like, everybody's – I, I used it basically, basically as PR so everybody's audience can flood to this one section so they can kind of pick off of each other. Uh, because each of those artists are different – totally different styles of of music they all make totally different styles so um that was my whole point and purpose behind the actual tape i'm not mainly an artist i'm really mainly in the background and that's where i like to be but i did that on the strength of hey what if we can get everybody's fan base to flood into one area and then and and like i said apple music is working great um, it's working just how I, I intended it to, and um, as far as that goes, so um, that was basically you know the the development behind the album. So you probably won't hear another album from me for a while, but you know all of those artists on there are consistent artists. They drop something you know twice a month, once a month, you know, so they they'll continuously be dropping music, and you'll be hearing from those artists. How many people nice. currently? do you have on the label and um, you had a lot of features were uh-huh. all of them featured on it yes yes so so two of those artists are not my artists okay two of those artists we have deals together where we have kind of like a distribution or some type of uh marketing deal together or some type of management deal together the other three artists um the, the ray rivers and jacob those are artists that's actually on my label that's that's actually signed under me and then Eminem Shooter is the artist that I manage um and I've been managing him for uh a little while now we've been working together for probably like four I want to say four years before my label even was a label I was working with him he was the, actually the first person that I did a video for and did beats for that actually put it on allowed me to get on higher platforms. So I always shout him out. Kudos to him because it's just like he's the first person that actually got me on these different platforms and put me in front of these different people. And and so that's why we're able to work together so smooth now. But, yeah, two of those artists, uh, Brent, Lil Brent and uh, Ball Out, they're actually artists, independent artists on their own. And I think Ball Out just signed to a label as well. So, Good for him. Um, but, yeah, these are artists that I work with, that I have done videos for, that I have done a lot of be- uh, beats for, and it's just kind of like a deal to do to say, hey, man, like, I'm going to just give you all of this stuff, put you on my tape, so that way we can get some exposure, some traction. It's a smart, bu- it's a smart business move, promoting yourself from within. It's, it's the best way to yep. do it. So 
what we're going to do um, here is um, I'm going to put you to work for a second here, Tasky. If you can go ahead and introduce your song. Uh, we're going to take a, a quick break here, and then when we come back, we got this game that we'd like to play with our guests when we come back. So if you can introduce your song, we'll get the audience checking that out, and I'll take a little break. All right. Hey, man, what's going on? It's Tasty of Bogey Entertainment, and my new song, Two Cubs, out featuring F and them Shooter. All right, you guys check this out, and we'll be right back in just a second. You're listening to the radio show, The Aftermath. Uh, yeah, ice on me too cold, I think I need a mind clear Uh, my breath getting too high, I think I need some lung care Uh, just watch for the snakes, fuck all the fakes Uh, just stack up that cake, let all the broke niggas hate Uh, put that broke bitch in line, I make her wait for a date Uh, she wanna go get some cake, I hope that bitch got what it takes Uh, I was doing too great, they tryna see what I make Hey, used to want me replaced, but now they won't eat on my plate. No, I don't talk a lot. I let my money do the talking for me, baby, but my diamonds they spark a lot. Most of these lame ass niggas lying to these bitches, boy, you a fucking lie. Nigga lose one zip on the whole flip, then you know that he's suicide. Nigga touch mine and it's do or die. Know the way that I get it, my nigga, I handle my business and still don't wear suit and tie. Can't no nigga do better than me and I. Got a solid ass bitch that'll testify. If I have a bad week, I go overtime. Nothing but working in overgrind. Put my hands on my knees in the dirt for mine. So I make all them bitches go work for mine. Yeah, yeah. Ice on me too cold, I think I need a mind clear. Uh. My breath getting too high, I think I need some lung care Uh, just watch for the snakes, fuck all the fakes Uh, just stack up that cake, let all the broke niggas hate Uh, put that broke bitch in line, I make her wait for a date Uh, she wanna go get some cake, I hope that bitch got what it takes Uh, I was doing too great, they tryna see what I make Hey, used to want me replaced, but now they won't eat on my plate Uh no, I cannot relate like I'm Uncle Ruckus Get straight to that bread like I'm in a hurry No, them flies on me dead, but I'm never weary Can't speak on them pussies that's in the store We gon' spin and get rich like the will of fortune How you gon' boss up if you niggas roachin' I just pulled the 24 thing, I'm Kobe And pour in my OG, I'm OG I smoke out the whole pee, my neck all are frozy I'm in full like it came out the freezer Stay focused, take care of your people Street coaster, I stay with a heater Just made four by four like a diesel Go trap out that bill like it's legal Tryna see everything but them people yeah, yeah. Ice on me too cold, I think I need a mind clear Uh, my breath getting too high, I think I need some lung care Uh, just watch for the snakes, fuck all the fakes Uh, just stack up that cake, let all the broke niggas hate Uh, put that broke bitch in line, I make her wait for a date Uh, she wanna go get some cake, I hope that bitch got what it takes Uh, I was doing too great, they tryna see what I make Hey, used to want me replaced, but now they won't eat on my plate.
All right, welcome back to the radio show, The Aftermath. We got EZ and M16 hanging out with you with our special guest, Casey. You just heard his song, Too Cold, from his new EP called Gifts From Me To You, and you can stream that song and the entire EP via Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, or wherever you stream your music. Dope stuff from a dope artist. Make sure you check that out. All right, so... Casey, before we um, get into our little game that we play here on the show, I got one last thing. If you could just tell the listeners out there where they can find you online or wherever they can contact you, anything related to what you got going on, if you just let them know where you are online. All right, man. Y'all can get to me at uh, on Instagram at the Bogey Bandit. So uh, the Bogey Bandit on Instagram. That's just my handle. Um, that's pretty much all I have. Um, if you want to contact me, you can um, reach me at bogeybookings at gmail.com. Um, and that's pretty much all I have. All right. So make sure if you're an artist out there, you know, you want to contact him or you need uh, somebody to shoot your video for you, you know where to go to. Tasty has you covered. So make sure you check him out. All right. So. One other thing that we like to do here on the aftermath with our guests is we have a little game called Don't At Me where I'm going to ask you a few rapid-fire questions, give you a couple of choices. You'll give your answer, and if you're very confident in what you're saying, you just say don't at me after you give your answer, and it's, it's just that simple. So if you with it, we can get it going, man. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Yes, I might get you in on a couple of these, too. You know how you like to chime in with, uh, you know, opinions on stuff. So we'll see what you got to say about some of this stuff, too. Yeah, I'm interested to see where these going. You know they're going to places because you know I don't make this easy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, Tasty. Which is the better pole boy, shrimp or catfish? Shrimp, don't add me. All right. Easy what you say, man. Hey, I'm going with Tay on this one. It's, it's definitely shrimp. Don't at me. All right. So I'm going to break the rule on my own game and say that there is no wrong answer to this one. You can't lose with either. So, but if you had to choose, it, it's shrimp, though. Shrimp and pole boys were just, it just made to go together. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. Who had the better career? Ludacris or T.I.? Um, dang. Ludicrous. Don't ask. Okay, interesting. All right. So what made you come to that one? Oh, got a follow-up. Well, you got to mix it because Ludacris took his career in a whole different lane, and I respect it. So he, he went to the acting side and then back to the music side, and he's still a legend. So I would say as longevity and, you know, kind of a a mix, I would say ludicrous. All right. Interesting. Either you want to chime in on that one, man? Uh, you know, I'm going to have to agree with Tay because, I mean, it just depends. You know, if you're talking like just career and longevity, I think T.I. is still relevant, but he's just not as relevant in a mainstream world as Ludacris. Like, the best thing Luda ever did was, like, 
you know, he, he makes good music, but he also, like, really, his acting career just took off, man, especially with The Fast and Furious and all these other movies he's been in. Like, he's still very uh, prevalent in uh, pop culture and everything uh, like that. So, are you I sure think... With the, Great movies, you know. You're admitting, you're admitting a little something here. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't even gonna, I ain't even gonna do him like that and mention said movie that you're trying to mention because I know that the Fast and the Furious series is pretty good, and that's definitely helped him when it comes to just overall popularity and everything like that. But nobody wants to mention the John Henry movie, dude. So please don't do that to the guy. Everybody gets one just, minute. Don't, don't mention that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you've seen like, it. Man, you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't mention that one. We're going to leave that alone. Ooh, I can't believe it. Hold on, hold on. on. Follow-up follow up question since Tay has watched it. Did you watch the whole thing or did you stop after X time? And after watched, that question. I watched the whole thing. Okay, what was the most messed up part about the movie to you? All of it. (laughs) Like, what didn't make sense? (laughs) That's a good... (laughs) Everything. It was bad. (laughs) It was bad. All of it. The cinematography was bad. Everything was bad. Like, it was bad. The the acting was bad. It was cringy. I I, I don't know. It was bad. It was bad. The, The part that killed me is that the girl... You know, was speaking Spanish. Okay, oh, but when the dad easy. started no, speaking Spanish, no, they didn't no, even have subtitles. No more John Henry. No, no more John Henry. <laughs> we've, we've no more. We're done. <laughs> All right, so here's the next one. Which is the better hot sauce, Tabasco, Crystal, or Louisiana? I'm gonna say Louisiana, but I don't eat hot sauce. But I think Louisiana still is better. Going that's hometown with it. All right. You got a big hot sauce fan, but that's the one. If I was if I was choosing, I would choose Tabasco most likely. Yes, what about you? Probably Tabasco too. Uh, no, I'm going Louisiana. I like Louisiana better. Okay. Tabasco's good. They're all, you pick three really good ones, but Louisiana I have more of than Tabasco. All right, Tessie, which site, um, if you know, could you never use again, and it would bother you? Instagram or YouTube? What's the question? So, if which okay, so which site if you never used it again and it wouldn't bother you any? Instagram or YouTube? Instagram. Don't add me. Yeah, he says Instagram. All right, and I, I have a under. I, I probably have a reason why. With you being a videographer, you would prefer to be watching videos on YouTube than you know posting on Instagram. All right, here's another one, and um, you know you can answer this one. Which city has the worst traffic? New Orleans or Houston? Ooh, Houston. Don't add me. Mm-hmm. Houston traffic <laughs> is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But trying to get around New Orleans when there's a Saints game going on ain't exactly the easiest thing in the world neither, though. Nah, All right. for sure. Here's the last one. What have you used more during the pandemic? Amazon, 
or Netflix? Netflix. Long Avenue. What about you, Ed? What have you used more during the pandemic, Netflix or Amazon? Um, yeah, Netflix for sure. I haven't bought as much okay. as I thought I would be. Okay, so easy. I want you to ask me the question. Turn it around. I want you to ask me the same thing, and I'll tell you my answer. All right, so 16, what have you used more of during the quarantine, Netflix or Amazon? Yeah. And that is... I figured you were going to say both of them. <laughs> and that is... <laughs> don't at me with Tasty. All right, so Tasty, man, you know, this is a really fun interview, getting to know you, talking about your label, got the EP and everything. So we definitely appreciate you, you know, coming through and making time. And, um, uh, again, if you could give uh, everyone your Instagram handle and email address one more time, just to make sure that we have it. Yeah, man. So my Instagram is going to be uh, at the Bogey Bandit. Um, like I said, at the Bogey Bandit, B-O-G-I Bandit. Um, and then my email is going to be uh, bogeybookings at gmail.com. You can hit me up on there. I'm always checking the email and responding back. So any business inquiries or anything, hit me on those two handles. Nice. So, again, uh, we appreciate you taking out the time to come on the show, and uh, hopefully we can have you back uh, you know, on again soon as, you know, you continue your journey and we can just kind of continue our conversation. But we definitely appreciate the time today, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you all for having me. Yes, sir. And we're going to give Tasty the high-budget applause that we spare no expense for around here. Yeah. And definitely be looking for, you know, um, some of his uh, artists and friends to be debuting on the Aftermath. Uh, you know, we do nothing but the underground here. So, you know, keep your ear out because um, we're going to have some of that coming to you real soon. All right. So, easy, man. Another Aftermath, another dope interview. How you feeling? Pretty good, man. It's always cool when you can uh, get people, like, pay on that, you know, somebody I consider a good friend and we went to college together and we basically kind of grew up together in college and then, you know, went our own separate ways. And obviously we still keep in touch, but to see him doing what he's doing, man, it's great. No, it's, it's good to hear good business sense. Love seeing, you know, young folks, especially young brothers, man, making it happen for themselves. So it's definitely good, especially, you know, a homeboy, a real, you know, a Nola guy, you know, and, We've been real NOLA-themed here recently. I want to say, what, the last, what, three guests in a row or so have all been people from our, you know, part of the country. So I'm I'm always with that. I'm always 100% behind that. So you'll never hear me complaining about that part of it. Yeah, man, we, we didn't talk about it while, uh, while Tay was on. But, you know, Tay bought me my current PlayStation 4. What? He did? Yeah, so I'm gonna do the story real quick. I wish I would have mentioned it to him while he was still on, but wait, so no, this no, was no, Black wait, Friday. I can find him back up, man. I think I think he's still here. Hang on, let me bring him oh, back okay. up. Okay, hey, hey, you you still here? Now? I'm here. I'm still here. I'm still okay. Here. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I don't know if he remembers this, but it was it was Black Friday, 
I guess it was 2015, 2014, somewhere around there. And, you know, at the time, I had a debit card with a really small bank. So it was me, Tay, and some of our other friends, and we went to Walmart, and we were going Black Friday shopping. Well, I get to the register, and my card is, like, declining. And I'm like, man, I know I got money on my account. So I'm still trying to swipe it, swipe it. And Tay literally just gets out of the way and just swipes his card. He's like, hey, just pay me back. (laughs) He bought the PlayStation. So obviously I paid Tay back that night. But, like, I was like, damn, man, that that is a real friend. Like, he was like, you know, he could have just been like, yeah, he can't get his PlayStation on Black Friday. He's going to just have to wait another time. This man got got me out the way and swiped his card for me. He's like, hey, just pay me back later. So I thought that was, like, a pretty cool story. I don't know if he remembers that. Yeah, I remember that. That's crazy. I forgot about that though. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me let me ask him this since we got him back here. Real one last question here: Xbox or PlayStation? Oh, PlayStation. For you sure. Hurt, no, right? ask me. You should have known that that was gonna happen. Man. You should have known. Man, just cause just cause he swiped the car for you, might have been an Xbox guy. Ah, uh-huh. that's all. That's all right. I'm, I'm, some, somebody else going to come back on here soon and pick an Xbox, man, eventually. But, again, Tex, we appreciate you. Good luck with brother. that one, appreciate man. <laughs> appreciate you, man. For sure, man. Y'all, all right, man. Y'all take care. All right, you too. Later, brother. All right, so <laughs> he just keeps winning that one. Um, I have one last thing before we uh, before we get up out of here, man. Um. I, I I know I've been going on these these like into the aftermath rants recently, so why stop? You're gonna laugh at this one, man, but it's something that I've been seeing again on social media. So all right, so people who be you know, they're posting stuff on like Facebook or whatever where they like new Facebook rule, I don't get, I don't give Facebook permission to use blah blah or my other favorite is uh I don't own the rights to this music used in this post, blah, blah. And now, easy. have you seen this latest gem that uh, I have a whole new profile? I see posts from people I didn't see anymore. Facebook's new algorithm, you know, that stuff. Hold your finger anywhere in this post and click copy and then paste. And uh, that's that's simple. And then just say hello. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bruh, I just, I just have to say this. And I'm sorry if you're listening, you're one of these people. No, they, they can't be this simple, right? Like, they cannot be this simple. I'm, am I tripping? But no. you got, y'all got to no, stop they, falling for not. this, man. You got to stop falling for this. It is just like, I wonder if somebody comes up with those, like, hmm, let me see how many all-day suckers I can get to post this to their timeline and get them to do this. But whatever, it's cool. You, you know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Facebook man. has a group of people that, like, you know, oversee posts and just kind of make sure that there's no, like, terrorist stuff going on, whatever. And I bet you every time they see that shit, they're just like, hey, man, we got another one. Check this out. It's got, like, three million (laughs) shares. They got a board going to people who just post this. And I'm just, like, every time I see this, I just cringe. Either that one or, like I said, I don't own the rights to the music in this post. I just want to let everybody know how the law works, that if you're using copyrighted material, that little blurb is not going to save you from a lawsuit if they choose to do that. You could be like, but look, I said I didn't own it in the post, but whatever. <laughs> Again, y'all know what y'all doing. I'm sorry, Ed. I just, you know, you know me, man. I think I do not own the rights to the music is the funniest one because, like, 
if you're just playing music on Facebook Live while you like riding your four wheeler or while you out with your family barbecuing, no artist is coming after you about that at all. At all. At all. Not at all. That that's not what they're like, concerned with. They're concerned with you know pirated music being played on stations that aren't authorized, things of that nature. Right. Like if you're sharing you know, the leaked two-hour movie that just came into the movie theaters, then yes, that's the kind of stuff they're looking for. But they're not, they don't care if you're at your daughter's dance recital and you recorded her dancing to a song that's on the radio. They could really care less about that. They could care less. They're not checking for your post. And the funniest thing, too, is when they post it, too, when they put the asterisk by it, like, in a line next to it so you make sure you see, I don't own the rights to this music. Like, I just roll my eyes, and um, same thing with the new Facebook rule. They're going to start sharing everybody's secret messages. Like, God, y'all can't be this simple, man. So if you're a listener to this show and you're somebody that does this, I am talking to you. Don't do that. Please don't. It ain't a a radio show or an aftermath. If 16 doesn't get one of those rants out. I'm always available for them. Please remember and know that. I don't know, man. Diva got you had you beat last week. Well, man, past Tuesday. Yes, she did. And you, we all know that Tiki is always two seconds away from joining her in a rant as well. So it ain't just me. But uh, you still the Maybe we appreciate Tasty coming through. Check out his EP, Gifts From Me To You, on all the streaming platforms. Live show coming up on Tuesday. More Aftermath coming up through July. We got, let's see, DJ Shiny on the 18th. We got Terry Graham, a financial planner, on the 25th. And we got a blog, a blogger, a YouTube blogger, and a entrepreneur, Erica J. Stewart, on the 26th. So we got more coming for you so please just stay tuned to our feed we got you so easy i guess we'll talk to everybody again on tuesday um it looks like we might yeah, be yeah. doing another at the movie segment we'll see how that goes but again thanks to tasty for coming to hang out with us and y'all make sure y'all check him out and uh, we appreciate you easy man what you about to do with the rest of your afternoon uh, I'm actually about to hop back on the PlayStation. <laughs> oh, the PlayStation. The infamous PlayStation. That's cool. So, I'm not going to play PlayStation because I like, you know, I own an Xbox. But whatever. Again, you know what you're doing. But again, we appreciate y'all. You know, thank y'all for listening and downloading. And you just checked out the radio show, The Aftermath. <laughs>